the last thing we were discussing was that the pepper mill is susceptible to becoming tameh through the three kelim that are on it. Then we went through the carriage of a katan is tameh, and we said we are allowed to carry it on Shabbat, but you're not allowed to drag it. You might make a hole, and then we saw Buddha says it is, and we didn't understand who the Mishnah was like. We ended up saying it was two Tanaim accord, but they're both trying to figure out what Buddha held. And with that, we are starting the third parak of Masechet Besa, Kav Gimal Amud Bet, four lines from the bottom. Now, this parak is going to be talking about trapping animals. We know you're allowed to cook on Yom Tov. If you're allowed to do food for Ochil Nefesh, the question is, how far back did I go in the making the food process? Rashi over here explains that dafka things that you can't do of Yom Tov, you're allowed to do on Yom Tov. For example, shechita, uh, baking, cooking, we're scared the food's going to get ruined. Tosfot explains a little bit differently. He holds that anything that is like detaching something from the ground, that's a sort to do on Yom Tov. Things that are directly connected to the food being made to be edible, that's allowed. So when you're trapping an animal on Yom Tov, it's just like uh, plucking an apple off the tree. You're cutting, it's kotzer. But when it's already trapped, then there's no problem. So with that, we're starting the perek. En sadin dagim mina bebarin. We don't trap fish from the ponds be Yom Tov. You have to do it air of Yom Tov. And again, you can't feed the fish, you can't give them food because they figure out their own food. They're, you don't have to feed them. Your job is not to feed them. That's the way Rashi explains it. Tosfor explains if we let you feed them, then you're going to end up trapping them. But you're allowed to trap an animal, a bird, if it's an enclosure. And we're allowed to give them food. We're now we're talking of, of, of animals that your job is to feed them. And Rabban Shimon Gamliel Omer, lo kol abebarin shavin, not every uh, enclosure. A bebar could be a pond, an enclosure, a cage, anything like that. Not everything is equal. Sometimes it's a source, sometimes it's it's mutar. The basic rule is, kolam husar tzeda, if it's an enclosure that's not good enough, it's inadequate, and you still have to trap it even when it's in the cage, asur. Then you're not allowed to trap it because that's called trapping. But if it's, you don't need to trap again, meaning it's a small cage, big animal, all I have to do is stick my hand in and I get it, that's mutar, that's not a problem. And the Gemara starts. We have a bright right away with a problem on our Mishnah. It says, Bebarin shel haya v'shel ofot. Uh, cages, enclosures of an animal, of birds, and sadin mehen biyom tov. You're not allowed to trap them on yom tov. You can't give them food either. And kashya haya haya. We have a problem with the Mishnah and this Braita. One says mutar, one says asur. And the same idea, kashya alfot, alfot. And alfot contradict each other. So the Gemara says, bishlama haya haya lo kashya. The Mishnah and the Braita regarding the animals is not contradicting. Ha, Rabbi Huda, the Braita that says you're not allowed to trap from the Bebar, that's Rabbi Huda. 
And ha Rabbanan, the Mishnah that says Yalatu is Rabbanan. The Gma explains the Tnan we learned in Masechet Shabbat, Rabbi Uda Omer. Hatsad Sipor la Migdal, if a person traps a bird into a big uh, closet, uh, or you trapped an, a deer into the house, Hayav, that's called trapping, because it can't come out. Lebayit, Hudim Hayavin, sounds like Dafka, when you trap the deer into the house, you're Hayav, Abale Bebarin, but to a cage, lo, you're not Hayav, Bahachamim Omrim. If someone traps a bird into a closet, he's hayav. However, a deer into a garden, into a yard, into a cage, and then you lock, you'd be hayav. So you could explain the mahluk between the Mishnah and Braita as follows. The Mishnah, which allows you to take it out of the bebar, is like Rabbanan. They hold you not allowed to trap a deer into the bebar, they call that trapping. Therefore, if it's already in there, you're allowed to pull it out. And the Baita that says it's a surah, like Rabbi Huda, that if you trap a deer into the bebar, you're not hayav because it's not considered trapping. Therefore, if you took it out of the bebar on Yom Tov, that's considered trapping. But we still have a problem when it comes to birds because according to Rabbanan, according to Rabbi Huda, a bird is trapped in a small uh, cage, in a small closet, but in a bebar, it's all over the place. So why should you be able to pull it out of there, according to the Mishnah? So, if you want to say, birds are not a contradiction. Depends. If it has a roof, then it's considered a trap. And if you pull it out, it would be not a problem. And if it doesn't have a roof, it's not considered a trap. And if you pull it out, you'd be hayav. What about a regular house? It's like a bebar that is roofed. And according to both of them, if you trap it into a little closet, then you'd be hayav, lebait, lo. But in the house, no. So then explain to me why are we allowed to trap birds from the bebarin? So the Gemara explains, over here, what are we dealing with in the Mishnah and Masechet Shabbat? That if you trap a bird into a house, you'd be patur. Over there, Masechet Shabbat, we're talking about a sparrow, a bird that flies all over the place. So you could shut the door, and it's still all over the place. Because it doesn't accept authority. It's going to be flying all over the place. You never fully trapped it. Even if you close the door on it, you didn't trap it. Why is it called a freedom bird? In the house, it lives like outside, in like in the field, meaning nobody can control it. Ah, so if that's the case, once you got to that, you could also say the same thing. It's not a contradiction between Hayot. Both the Mishnah that says you're allowed to take a, an animal from the Bebar and the Brayta that says you're not allowed to, they're both Rabbanan. And the Mishnah, which says if you pull it out of there, you, it's no problem, is talking about a small bebar. And the Braita, which says it's a sur, ha bebar, gado, talking a big one. And that's why it's not considered trapped. And when you pull it out, then you're trapping it. So the Gemara asks, Hechidami bebar katan, vehechidami bebar gadol. What's a big bebar? What's a small one? Amar if you run after it and with one jump you grab it, that's Bebar Katan. And the other one, if you have to run around a little bit more, jump a little bit more, that's a Bebar Gadol. 
Inami, or you could say, if there's corners that it could hide in, that's Bebal Gadol. And if there's no corners it could hide in, that's Bebal Katan. Inami, third answer. If the shade of uh, coming off of one wall hits the other wall, that's Bebal Katan. It's a too small of an area. Veidach, anything bigger than that, if it doesn't reach uh, the shade from one, the shadow of one uh, wall doesn't reach the other wall, that's a bebar gadol. Now we learned in the Mishnah that Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, lo kol bebarin shavin, not every bebar is equal. Amar of Yosef, Amar of Yudah, Amar Shemuel, halacha kerebi Shimon ben Gamliel. And Amar le Abaye, Abaye tells Rav Yosef, Halacha amiklal de prigay. Wait a second. If you tell me halacha like Rabban Shimon Gamliel, means that there's Tanakama who argues on him, and we learned that everyone agrees that there's a difference between a small bebar, big uh, big bebar. Amar le Rav Yosef tells him, lachmina. What's the difference? At the end of the day, halacha is the same. Amar le Gemara Gemor Zemotate. What you want me to just uh, sing Mishnayot and Brightot? You don't want me to ask any questions. You don't want me to, to look into it. Okay, zaklal. Anything that it needs to still be trapped. What's considered uh, still needing to be trapped? If someone says, bring in a trap and let's trap it. You're already in there. It's already in the kitchen. You stop to trap it again. That's uh, that's uh, What about ducks and chickens? Roosters. They're in the cage. And and we still say bring another trap so we could trap it, and still Tanya If someone trapped, uh, grabbed uh, ducks, chickens, uh, domesticated doves, or some say it's uh, the one that uh, King Hordus used to have. Either way, you're patur because they're already trapped. There's difference. The ducks, chickens, they're, they're totally different because they come on their own to their uh, to their cage. So it's easier to capture them. You don't have to do any tricks. It's just uh, they're already considered trapped. The halalu, the other birds, they don't come on their own to the cage. Therefore, it's, it's a little bit harder to capture them. And over there, you said you're hayav if you if you capture them on uh, Yom Tov. And the Gemara asks, "What about uh, doves of nests, doves on top of lofts? They come back to their nests at night. If someone traps uh, these uh, doves of the nests and lofts, or birds that started nesting on top of vessels, babirot, uh, on top of the walls, hayav, you're, you're considered trapping. Ela halalu, ducks and chickens, ducks and chickens, they come back to their cage and you have to feed them. They're like a regular animal, they're like a, like a cow. Therefore, it's mutar. Or like the Tosfot uh, Red explains, since you're feeding them, they're coming to you, you don't have to do anything crazy to capture them. The halalu and the doves, they come back to their cage, but you don't have to feed them because they could feed them on their own. Therefore, when you uh, trap when you trap them, you'd be hayav. Another answer is, Rav Mori Amar, Hane Avide The doves, 
they run away. ducks and chickens. They don't uh, run away. Therefore, it's not really trapping. The Gemara says, What are you talking about? All birds, including ducks, run away. The Gemara explains, No, birds that are like doves and pigeons, they go to their cage, and when someone comes to capture them, they find a way to fly away also, meaning it's never a done deal with them. The chickens and ducks, once they're in the cage, they're not running away, they give up. And the next Mishnah, Metsudo, traps of Hayav, Eof, Edagim, Shasan, Me'arav, Yom Tov. If you set them up, Eref, Yom Tov, Lo Yitol Mehen, Be'yom Tov. Don't take from it Yom Tov. They're Muktzeh. They were probably trapped on Yom Tov. Elam Ken Yodea, Shinitzodu, Me'arav, Yom Tov. Unless you know for a fact that they were trapped, Eref, Yom Tov, then they're not Muktzeh. Oma'aseh, Benokhri, Hachavi, Dagim, Le'raban, Gamliel. A goy brought fish to Raban, Gamliel. And he wasn't sure when they were trapped. The Amara and Rabban Gamliel says, Mutarinhen, Ela Sheen Sunil Kabelhem Eno. They're mutar, they're no problem, but I don't want to take it because I don't like him. Sagma asks, Maaseli story, you're bringing me a story that goes against what you just taught me? Rabban Gamliel says it's mutar after we just said it's Asur. So the Gma explains, Hasurem, Hasrav, Achikatana. The Mishnah is missing words, and you really have to add as follows. Safek Muchan Asur. If we're not sure if it was prepared Arab Yom Tov, then you're not allowed to eat it. There's a story with the goy brought a fish to Rabban Gamliel, and since it was a Safek Mutarin Hen, I want to be Mahmir this time because I don't like the guy. And Amar Vyudah Mashmuel, and Halacha Kerabban Gamliel, we don't like Rabban Gamliel. The Gemara says, "Ve'ika de matnelat." Some explain it like this: "Ahad etanya on the following brayta: Safek muhan rabban gamliel matir. If it's safek, it was prepared meravim tov rabban gamliel's matir. Ve'rabbi Yehoshua oser, and Amar Yudah Mashmuel halacha kerbi Yehoshua who's oser. Ve'ika de matnelat. Some bring Rabbi Yudah Mashmuel ahad etanya on the following brayta: Shochatin mina negarin beyom tov. We're allowed to shecht animals from the pens on yom tov." Because they've already been trapped on Yom Tov, and therefore just grabbing them is not uh, trapping. Avalo mina reshatot umina machmorot, but not from nets and uh, different types of traps, because it could be they were trapped today. Rabbi Shimon ben El Omer depends. Ba umtsan mikul kalin. If you came and you saw the trap ruined, me'arev Yom Tov, then be'adua me'arev Yom Tov. Nitzadu, you know they, they've been trapped from me'arev Yom Tov, and you're allowed to take it. However, if you came Yom Tov morning and you saw the trap broke, and then Beadua Shebi Yom Tov Nitzodu, then you know they were trapped on Yom Tov, and therefore Veasurin. And the Gemara says, Hagufakashya, this Brightan itself is a problem because Amart originally you told us, Bounce on Mikul Kalim, Me'arev Yom Tov, then Be'adu Hashim, Me'arev Yom Tov, Nitzodu, then I know from Me'arev Yom Tov they were trapped. And Taman, the only reason they're mutar because they bounce on Mikul Kalim, because I came Me'arev Yom Tov and I saw them broken, Hasefekaf, I'm not sure, then it should be Asurin. On the other hand, Ema Sefa, look at the Sefa, Bounce on Mikul Kalim, Be'yom Tov, if I came and I saw them broken on Yom Tov morning, then Be'adu Hashim, Yom Tov, then I knew they were tra- they were trapped on Yom Tov, and therefore it's Asur. Taman, the reason is b- because they bounce on Mikul Kalin, because I came on Yom Tov and I saw them broken. Hasef, I'm not sure. Then maybe Me'arev Yom Tov Nitzodu, Mutarin, maybe they were trapped in Me'arev Yom Tov, and they Mutar. So what do I do in a Safek? The, the, the meaning, the Sbraita is not clear, Legabe Safek. So Hachi Kamar, Rabban Shimon Min Elazar says, 
if you bound Sa'an Mikol Kalim Me'arev Yom Tov, if you came and you saw them broken Me'arev Yom Tov, Be'adu Hashim Me'arev Yom Tov, Nitzadu Motarim. However, Hasef Ekaf, you're not sure, Na'ase Kemishin Nitzadu, you have to be Mahmir and say as if it was trapped Be'yom Tov Ve'asurin. And over here, Amar of Yudah, Ma'ashem Wa'el, Halakha Kerebi Shimon Ben El-Azhar, that said, Safek Mukhan is Asur. Now, the next part of the Mishnah was a story to Rabban Gamliel and the Goy, Ve'amar Mutarin, he said, the Mutar, just I don't like the guy. Mutarin Lemai, what do you mean you're allowed? What do you mean? Rav Amar Mutarin Lekabel, you're allowed to pick it up from him, How, meaning it's not Muktzeh. Ve'levi Amar Mutarin, even Ba'achila, you're allowed to even eat it. A person should not stop himself from coming to the Bet Midrash even one hour. Why? Because me and Levi were in front of Rabbi, which is Rabbi Udanasi. When he said this entire story, at night he said, Mutarin Bachila. However, Betzafra Amar in the morning he told us Mutarin lekabel. They were only you, you can accept it, but you can't eat it. And another Avai I was there in the morning also. Hadrebi, I went back and was posek like Rabbi Udanasi told us in the morning. Levi de lo Levi was not there in the morning. Lo hadarbe, he never went back on his statement. But the Gemara has a question on Levi. A guy who brought a gift to Israel, I guess on Yom Tov, even if it's wet fish, you could tell that they were trapped today. Perot bene yoman, or fruits that you could, you could tell that they were plucked today. Mutarin. Now, Bishlama lemande amar mutarin lekabel. According to Rav, who said you're allowed to just accept them, and but not eat them. Shapir, everything makes sense because it's not muktzev. Great. Eleman de Amar mutarin ba'achilada. According to Levi, who said you're allowed to eat them. Perot bene yoman, fruits that were plucked today. Misharu ba'achila. Who says you're allowed to eat them? Even Rabban Gamliel would uh, admit it, right? Uh, he, he he holds only by safek. Okay, but here for sure. But the Gemara pushes back to Rav. Ultamech. But according to you, that according to Rabban Gamliel, you're allowed to pick it up. Perot bene yoman misharu betiltul, fruits that were plucked today, are you allowed to touch? So now that it's a problem with Rav and Levi, Ela bekavreda dime upered chvishe berkaskin. Now we're talking about fish that have uh, moist cheeks. So if you're not an expert, you think they were taken out today. But really, if you're an expert, you pay attention, they were really taken out yesterday. And same thing with fruits that were preserved in green. So it looks fresh, but it's really not. So why are we calling it as if they were plucked today? Because they look like they were plucked out today. Uh, gift uh, Israel on Yom Tov, and again, I'm worried that he came out of the home uh, for this. And number two, I'm worried that he actually plucked it today. If this type of fruit is still connected to the tree, for example, still connected to the ground, meaning it wasn't apple picking season yet, then it would be Asur because he probably plucked it. At night, Motzei Yom Tov, the first one, which happens to be Yom Tov Shani, we're talking about outside Vetzel. You're not allowed to eat it. Only the amount of time it would take to uh, go bring it from outside home, go pluck it. But if it's already after that uh, season of that fruit, meaning all the apples were already plucked off, 
right? Vem en amin bimchubar, then tochat hum mutar. You're allowed to eat that fruit from the tchum, not a problem. Chutzlat hum, and if it came from outside the tchum, then it's asur. Vehavba bishvili sales, and if it came for one Jew, then mutar leisayel aher. So it can't come from that Jew, but he could give it to the neighbor. She explains only the Rabbanan, and therefore we're not going to be gozer for the neighbor. And Tosfot goes a little bit deeper. He says, if we allow it for the person himself, then he's going to ask the Goy next time. But if we're going to allow it for the neighbor, then he's not uh, going to ask him next time. Now, just going back to something very important, this is a big uh, Tosfot over here. Rashi explains that the reason you would have to wait the amount of time it takes to do the plucking and bringing is this way we don't want you to have any hana'af in the melacha of Yom Tov and therefore on this, the second night of Yom Tov uh, let's say outside of Eretz Yisrael so the second night of Yom Tov it would be mutar now Tosfot doesn't agree with that he holds the reason is so you don't tell the Goy to do it and if that's the reason then you wouldn't be able to use it even until after Motzei Yom Tov Sheni, which would mean the, the end of the second day of Yom Tov Bechdesh Yasu. This big Tosfot is very key in this Masechet. If you get a chance, uh, look into it. But we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.